You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Timberwolves and Bucks go late tonight. Our pregame show at 8.30, Cal. And then Allen with all the play-by-play. I, I would sometime after 9 o'clock tonight, Chris Hine, who covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune, poised to put in a long evening, and he joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Now, now Chris, do you typically take a nap on game day? And, yeah. and if not, did you today? You know, and I, I try to, honestly, but today I did not. I just okay. I was doing so many different things. No nap today for me. Yeah, so, through. yeah so the Timberwolves, 4-4 four and four on the season, not terrible, but there's a lot of concern, particularly about this starting five for the Timberwolves and the core group. We'll get into that in a moment. And, oh, by the way, tonight on a Friday night late national TV, the 7-0 and Milwaukee Bucks come in, and they've been pretty good out of the gate. Yeah, Milwaukee's looking great. Uh, the Wolves are still looking like they're trying to figure things out. Um, Rudy Gobert and Anthony Edwards are coming in questionable tonight with illnesses. We'll find out their status uh, about an hour and 45 minutes before the game when Chris Finch talks to the media. Um, you know, it's going to be tough tonight. Even with a, an energized building, maybe a slightly more inebriated building at 9 o'clock. Um, <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, it's going to be tough. Milwaukee comes in one of the most well-rounded teams. Everybody's playing well. They're healthy. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. Be, it would be quite the win if, if the Wolves could pull this out and would be a big, a real big boost, I think, of confidence moving forward if they somehow find a way to, to win this one tonight. I'll go back one year ago and people weren't sure what to make of this Timberwolves team. You know, would would they be able to get into uh, the play-in tournament? Would they be able to, you know, get over the hump and, and get into the playoffs? And ultimately, they would. But one of the games early in the year, uh, first four games of the year, maybe the fourth game of the year, if memory serves, they go into Milwaukee and they beat the Bucks, and it was kind of like, wow, that that's a really nice win for this team. And I'm not sure if it set the stage for what turned out to be a surprisingly good season. And they, they got through the play-in tournament, and they ultimately fall in six to the Memphis Grizzlies. So, you know, it's funny to go back, completely different-looking team, some of the same players there, but, but a win over Milwaukee early in the year really set the stage for what happened last year, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Uh, that that was a big early win for them because they had had some some early defeats to like Orlando and and New Orleans, who was you know also struggling to find its way early in the last season. So that Milwaukee game, yeah, I remember that. That was that was a big win early on. They did start four and nine last year, but I do think the Milwaukee game was at least at least showed them what they could be capable of. Um, and so you kind of hang on to that through those tough times. And, you know, they came out on the other side of it, obviously, a better team. You know, it, it was a rough start last year. 4-9, and people were really down on this, on this Wolves team. And it was looking like another lost season there for a few weeks. And then, you know, things started clicking and they turned it around. So I, I think, you know, with how 
clunky and awkward this team has looked on the offensive end through eight games. They're still four and four at the moment. Um, you know, and they eventually did figure it out by, by late December, early January, and they really took off from there. So, you know, I know it's not always the, the popular thing that fans want to hear that there needs to be some patience. But I, I think in this case, you saw what happened last year. You're trying to incorporate a huge significant piece into what you're doing in Rudy Gobert. And it's going to take some time. Um, I, I just, I, I do think that I, now how much time I don't know, you know, and I still don't know if ultimately it will work, but eight games is, I don't think, quite enough to pass judgment on whether this trade was a success or failure. Yeah, and you alluded to it. We visited uh, around the start of the season, and you brought it up that, you know, Chris Finch was kind of pointing out, this is a work in progress. We didn't get a lot of games together with with Carl Anthony Towns being out and and dealing with the illness, et cetera, that it will be a work in progress. So, so Finch, and, and you reported that to us, was, you know, saying, hey, this, this might take a bit to, to start clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, and I think that's become very evident that that's, that that's the case. Phoenix and San Antonio, these, these two losses were, you could really see the stark contrast between how the bench and the reserves mixed with some of the starters were playing um, and the, the kind of basketball they were playing versus when the starters themselves were just on the floor. It would, couldn't be any – it was like watching two different teams, the way the way the bench moved the ball, uh, was able to score with people like Jordan McLaughlin and, and Nas Reed, uh, the, the main contributors. And then, you know, like at Phoenix the other night, the offense, you know, the starters go back in for the last six-plus minutes, and it just goes dead, essentially. It, 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 Phoenix went on – you know, a, a huge run almost immediately, and that game was over. Um, so it's it's on it's on them to figure things out. And honestly, the the best way to figure things out is to is to keep playing night in and night out. Um, and that's you know that's the best teacher is you know figuring out what you need to do against high level competition. So you know, like I said, maybe they're maybe they're a little shorthanded tonight. We'll see. Um, but if they are able to go, I think even if they lose, they could learn a lot from, from this Bucks game tonight. Chris Hine covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribune, joins us from Target Center here on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. One thing I want to bring up before I let you go, I know time is tight, is guard play. And there's been a lot of talk about, you know, who who's ultimately running the show and D'Angelo Russell and Jordan McLaughlin and his role and that's something that's going to evolve as well. And I think there there were concerns because in Game Six, Chris Finch sat D'Angelo Russell. Yep, and you know I think you're seeing fans kind of react to that, at least on social media. You know, and you just see the kind of basketball that that's played when Jordan McLaughlin's on the floor with the bench. Again, it's ball movement, it's it's decisive uh, actions, and they ultimately get pretty good looks at the end of possessions whereas with uh russell and the rest of the starters it's a lot of isolation yeah. ball a lot of a lot of dribbling a lot of some standing around don't quite know what to do so it, it's two different brands of basketball Delo has not been great uh or good the last three games especially 
Um, we'll see if he can turn it around tonight. But he, you know, ultimately, when D'Lo plays well, it raises the ceiling of this team. I, I've said that before. Um, but when he plays well, they look like a different team, and they look like a much better team when D'Lo has it going. Um, he's figuring things out just like everybody else, um, and <laughs> and we'll see if he's ultimately able to do it uh, with Rudy Gobert in tow. Right now, there's they just kind of got to get on the same page and learn each other's tendencies and what they like to do because right now they're they're not at that point. Well, Chris, it's always good to visit with you. Thank you. Yep, no problem, Steve. There he is, Chris Hine, who covers the Timberwolves for the Star Tribunes at Target Center. And, of course, we'll be at Target Center with Cal a little bit later on. He'll have a tease of what's coming up on the pregame show following the news at 8. He'll take over at 8.30, and then Alan Horton, with all the play-by-play, Timberwolves and Bucks. Bucks favored tonight, and why not? They're the only unbeaten team in the NBA. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.